The following episode about artificial intelligence was recorded on location at the International Legal Technology Association Conference 2017 in Las Vegas. Although we experienced technical difficulties during the recording, the content remains educational about the future of law and whether or not robots will take over the world. Hello from ILTACON 2017 here in Las Vegas. I'm Andrew Ruda. I'm Sam Whitman of Mayor Brown. I'm Martin Tully with Ackerman LLP. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. Thanks so much for joining us on the road. It's a pleasure to be here. Today we're talking about a panel we were just on. It was the first of three AI panels here at Ilticon, and it was titled um, The Myths, Realities, and Future of Artificial Intelligence in the Law. What were we talking about today? Well, we were talking about what is AI in general and also what is AI in terms of how it's going to affect the, the legal community. And Martin, um, in terms of you brought up a point as to, you know, will this replace lawyers? That was something that was kind of going around at the beginning of this. What are your opinions on that? My opinions are that artificial intelligence or augmented intelligence, whatever you want to call it, is going to be just that. Uh, it will help lawyers better understand vast amounts of information faster and more effectively in order to make better decisions at a uh, more economically viable way. It ultimately will not replace them. It's going to enhance the delivery of legal services, not have um, Skynet replace humans on the planet. <laughs> That's always something that I hear about Skynet, or I sometimes hear about HAL as well. Um, in terms of the things that both of you are seeing in the field today, I'll go Sam and, and then Martin. What are you seeing in terms of the inroads AI is already making? And then my next question is just to give you a, a heads up will be where do you see it going? So where do you see AI in law today, Sam? I see AI doing great things in terms of extracting data out of uh, large data sets, uh, being able to organize it and present it to lawyers in a way that allows them to make decisions and, and work effectively with it. And I also see that AI is really making its way down to the, the natural language processing. Um, I think that's where most lawyers think uh, of AI when, when people talk about it, is how can it really understand and interpret what it is that I'm looking at on my screen. And Mark? Sure. Uh, in addition to all that, which I agree with completely, we're also seeing real-world today applications of legal expert systems that are automating the delivery of legal advice by taking programming across complex rule sets, querying uh, an interface with a user in order to deliver answers to routine questions consistently, much less expensively, and a lot faster, quite frankly. We're seeing that in multiple different spaces, whether it's data breach notification, the uh, labor and employment space, or others that's happening today, and we're going to see more of that. And now the fun question. And I mean, we can't. We could probably spend an entire hour, like we just did, speaking on this. Um, where do you see AI and law going? Ooh, I, I see it going several ways. Uh, if we keep on with the natural language uh, part of it. Uh, I'm really looking for a virtual legal assistant. I want to be able to use voice recognition. I want to be able to tell it to, to do something, to give me some information, present it to me right away. You know, hey, could you run a red line of this document that I'm looking at right now compared to the, the version I sent three weeks ago to our client? That's, that's the type of thing I'm really looking forward to in, in the future. And Martin? Legal jobs are not going away because of AI. They're just going to be different. Uh, we are going to see uh, advanced information systems, another 
reason for AI, uh, help lawyers make better decisions by helping them understand vast amounts of information and do some of the basic prep work that then allows them to ultimately deliver the higher value services to clients. We're also going to see lawyers, I think, being pushed by both clients, competitors, and the rules of ethics to be technically competent and have to use these tools because to not do so could, some would say, mean malpractice. Well, I think uh, that's kind of a, a really good way to end in terms of some food for thought on where we're going with AI uh, in law. Before we close out today, I do have one last question. If our listeners would like to follow up, how could they reach you? Uh, they can reach me at my work email address, which is swhitman, W-H-I-T-M-A-N, at mayorbrown.com. And I can be reached by email at martin.tully at ackerman.com or on Twitter at Martin Tully or LinkedIn, Martin Tully. And folks know where to contact me. I'm at Andrew Aruda on Twitter. And you can always get in touch with me via email at team at rossintelligence.com. We've reached the end of the road for today's episode. We want to thank Andrew Aruda from Ross Intelligence for hosting as well as Sam Whitman of Mayor Brown and Martin Tully of Ackerman LLP for being our guests. We also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road with Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook. Or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Resistance is futile. Resistance is futile. Resistance is futile.